I actually didn't expect anything this time. Yes, you did, because you moved your it hand is. when I was going to do my zen By the way, Harlem, it really is good night. It's like 1130 at night. Yeah, that's the whole point. And I'm, I'm happy that we're doing it so late. We do have a special guest visitor. We have a special guest. Um, she's not gonna join us. She's not gonna say much. One day, maybe so. she'll join us. Right, that's yeah. true. She'll she'll come. When in. we have guests, everyone right. wants to be on the show. Yeah, shout shout out to Swoop in from California. Well, shout out good. to everyone who wants to be on the show but hasn't heard it. Right. <laughs> I, I hate when people are like, "Oh, you got a podcast? Let me be on it." I'm like, "What you gonna say? You don't even know what we talk about." Oh man. My way thing to, is for to, any for any of my friends is. who want to be on the show, um, we're gonna have a little podcast test to see if you've listened to any episodes, and if you fail the test, you will not be in the running to be on the show. Oh, very good. Yeah, I think all that's right. legit. Uh, all right. Let's start this uh, episode off the right way. There's so many topics to cover. So the first thing topics. we want to do, we want to bring in a new segment. And uh, we're going to call this segment Hype or Good Night. And by Hype or Good Night, we mean do we care or do we not? So if we're hype about it, we'll let Yay, you know that we, we are. And if we're not, we'll tell them good night. So um, let's start with these topics. First topic on the docket is the new All Eyes on Me movie that just came out. And Law hasn't seen it. I have not seen <clears> it. <throat> I saw it when uh, the day before it came out. And um, I liked it. So, the question to you is, hype or good night? I will say hype to the movie. I will say good night to Jada Pinkett. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, Jada. Actually, oh. I'm not. Nope. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to say the reverse. I'm going Maybe to it's say good night on the movie and uh, a how definite you, hype for Jay. How are you gonna say good night to someone so let you me, haven't even seen? Because I don't need to taste no. shit to know it's shitty. Okay, so wow. Rotten Tomatoes, wow. Rotten Tomatoes gave oh, the movie a twenty percent. Twenty. So? What are they basing it off? Of? They probably don't even know Tupac's the, life anyway. And wait, wait, wait. The audience, the audience score was seventy. Mm-hmm. If you put those two scores together, it still isn't a passing grade. No, is a passing grade. It's if you C. put the two scores together, I think you just missed that point of what I just said. What twenty percent with seventy percent putting them together to mm-hmm. make the average mm-hmm. that does not equal a passing score. I'm good on that. So you're gonna live your life based off of Rotten Tomatoes? Shit, I live my life off of Yelp too. Oh my God. <laughs> If you got a bad Yelp review, I'm good. Listen, so from what I heard, um, to my to my knowledge, from what I heard, I already said that. Uh, <laughs> it's late, y'all. It is from late. My Guys, I may repeat all of my sentences twice. <laughs> you get two in one. You get two episodes in one. Okay. Um, the producers reached out to Jada throughout the course of filming this movie. So... If she has any issue with the movie, that's kind of on her, especially since Cat Graham came out just recently as of like today or yesterday saying that up until last week, she had even spoken to Jada and Jada was just like from what she told Jada about the movie, 
she was on board with it and she was behind her and Kat Graham reached out to her a year and a half ago I'm glad you and, said all and this checked in with I'm her glad you on said the scenes that were that she was filming and so the fact that Jada doesn't had anything. the opportunity to have more of an input in the move, movie and now that the movie has released we don't even know if she's seen the movie or if someone has told her about these scenes but at the end of the day Jada has a way of throwing like a, a monkey wrench into situations. And what I think about when it comes to this is the Oscars, the year that the Oscars were so white when Chris Chris Wa- Oh, you Rock- mean every year? Right, but this particular year when Jada Very decided good. to but this but yes, good point. The Oscars are so white every year, but because mm. Will Smith didn't get nominated that year, she decides to just ban herself from the oscars and she's not going to attend and it's like i feel like she does these these she says these things and she has these movements and it kind of just like i don't takes away from the situation like like you're gonna ban the oscars so that other black actors can ban the oscars and chris rock is up there telling jokes to nothing but a white audience i can't let you keep going on about this because because first off it's her relationship with somebody else that she feels like mm-hmm. wasn't being portrayed appropriately. Mm-hmm. And number two, at the end of the day, if she feels like the things that are in it weren't truthful or honest to the relationship that she had, who who are any of us to say that she's wrong? And as far as what she said to the actress that is playing her, the mm-hmm. only thing I have to say to that is if she said, girl, do your thing, which is basically what that sounded like to me. She's like, like all right, do your thing. She... She owned it, and Jada literally said in her message, "Like this doesn't take away from their performances. It just the story in itself of what they, what they told about my relationship with him just wasn't up to par. Period." I'm gonna need Jada to not act like she was in more than five minutes of the movie, and she was barely in the. She was barely in the movie. Okay. So not to say that okay, the the two minutes that she was her character was in the movie, if they are incorrect, that she shouldn't have a say. My thing is. If you have the opportunity to have a say during the movie, which is what I heard she did, and you did not take that opportunity, I don't want to hear about you whining about what they got wrong. Because you had that opportunity. You did not take it. All right. Speaking of... So, good night. Speaking of, speaking of tweets <laughs> then, uh, Jay-Z rattled off a bunch of tweets listing off uh, rappers that have inspired him. Mm-hmm. Were you hyped or was this a good night for you? Um, if I can get over all the grammatical errors, um, it was like, wow, it's an interesting <laughs> list of actors. And, you know, okay. You mean I'm, rappers? Yeah, rappers. I'm sorry. I'm still on the last topic. Um, <laughs> honestly, the first thing, I'm the type of person that's like, no, it's not T-H-E-I-R. It's T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Like, right. I am so petty that I could not get over all the grammatical errors. And it really took me a while to like take in each rapper so much so that I initially missed that he wrote Drake and Meek together, clearly. So guys, she just gave something away about herself. If you're a guy and you're trying to date her and you text her and you have grammatical errors, it's Please, a rap for you. Please, no. The there and the there. It is a rap for you. I'm telling you, that really irks me. Damn, that should have been a don't. Oof. Oof. Someone's not going to listen to this episode and 10 episodes from now I'm going to make it a don't. There you go. <laughs> Smart. But um, I think it was interesting, the list that he put up. There were some people that surprised me. I won't say who, because maybe it makes sense to a lot of other hip-hop heads. But um, what do you think? 
Um, did you care? I, 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 I'm going to say I was actually hype about this because he did give a shout out to uh, somebody that's an upcoming Detroit rapper who I, I feel like a lot of people haven't given any credit to. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, T Grizzle. You've not heard of T Grizzle? No. Wow. Okay. Well, so as far as, no, as far as T, as far as T, T Grizzly is concerned, I feel like there's not very many people that have uh, as much clout as Jay-Z does in the music industry. And for him to give you that cosign, mm-hmm. I think that that's going to go a long way for his career because he was almost going broke. Mm-hmm. And then on top of the fact that he's mentioned all the people that he mentioned from, I was shocked that he mentioned Jazzo. Like, mm-hmm. That's somebody that him, he's not even cool with anymore. Now, one person that I don't really feel like got any shine there was Memphis Bleak. I mean, mm-hmm. if that's your boy, I feel like that should kind of was be Beanie something. on there. Yes. Okay. Um. Do you and, think? And I also didn't really remember seeing Dame Dash. I f- kind of feel like you got to throw Dame in there, but that's my two cent. But I was hyped. Dame raps. He didn't have to be a rapper, but he definitely inspired I feel like you. He, all, all he listed were rappers, though, that inspired him. I think he said TT, and I don't think TT's a rapper. Well, him and Dame aren't cool. Is it ma- him and Jazz aren't cool. What the fuck? Well, maybe they are cool. Maybe we just don't know. Nah. A lot of times we don't know things until it's publicized. So who's to say, you know? So okay, let me ask you this about the tweets before we go to the next one. Do were you surprised, or did you think anything of the fact that he put Drake and Meek right after each other? Didn't care. Oh. Not even a little. So that's a good night. Yeah, that would be a good night, that part. Didn't I feel like he did that on purpose. Because that's I, 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 you list all these people and then you put them side by side. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, 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 if I was going to think anything of it, I would think he knew if he mentioned Drake, he had to mention Meek because Meek's under maybe, his label. But the fact that he mentioned Drake first and then he mentioned Meek is like, oh, me thinking about Drake, I automatically think Meek. So it wasn't the other way around. I mean, if anyone wants to be real petty, they could think of it that way. I just think because he's under his label, he had to mention him. Yeah. Period. I mean, he signed to Rock Nation, so he had to do what he had to do. Okay. The next topic under the Jay-Z umbrella is the fact that he's releasing an album. His album's coming out at the end of the month. And there's been all this 4.4.4 talk and people are like, oh my <laughs> God. Illuminati. If oh you add God. those numbers, it's the numbers of the Illuminati People have been talking time. about, I don't know what this means. That's when the Illuminati people wake up at so, 4.44 a.m. So then, again, <laughs> the question goes, uh, are you hype or is this a good night for his album? Uh, knowing Jay, he's going to release the album at 4.44 a.m. as opposed to p.m. because... He wants you to stay woke. And, um... <laughs> I'm dead. That was stupid. Oh, but I'm, like, hype night. What? I'm hype night. I'm, like, neutral. You are hype night? <laughs> I'm like... I love Jay. He's, he's one of my favorite rappers, but, like... I'm like, alright, cool. So I'm so anticipating this album great, but I'm not gonna sit here just like glued to Twitter, just waiting for it. Well, definitely not glued to Twitter because clearly he doesn't know how to use it, but Ah. (laughs) (laughs) him using Twitter is like my dad texting, like, I don't know how to use this where's this button? Like I can imagine him trying to tweet and it's just like Twitter for remedial people. (laughs) Like and I don't feel bad about you saying that because I think that's accurate. I feel like him and DJ Kanye Khaled need voice. to take Twitter 101 lessons. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of like you know we'll see what comes out. Hopefully, his sound has evolved, but not so much so that he is sounding like Quavo. Like I hate when people are gone from the game for a long time. They feel like in order to succeed in the current rap game, they have to sound like what's out there. And I, I hope he keeps some of his same sound because he has a good way of transforming his sound. You know. Um, personally, in terms of hype or good night, I feel like this is a very strong good night. Mm, this is a, a very, just bury this shit good night. Like, I don't care at all about Jay-Z releasing any form of music. I'm not going to try to fake like I care. Mm-hmm. And I actually like Jay-Z for the most part. Like, I'm a... Why is it a good night? Do you feel like he's just been so out, so out the game that it just doesn't really... He doesn't really matter at this point? Or? I, there's two major reasons. One, rap it really is a young guy sport. It really is right now. It, it truthfully it is. is. Like, And if you're not going to be 100% invested in it... If you're not going to be 100% invested in it, and you has way many... He has way too many things that he's actually invested in in real life. Um, I don't want... I don't care to hear your cloth talk. I don't. Damn. You said cloth talk. I really don't, though. Damn. I got the keys came out. The only reason I liked this is because Future was on it. And don't get it twisted. He had bars in that. Jay mm-hmm. had bars. But I'm like, I'm not really interested in hearing a whole project with you because I know you're not going to do that for the whole record. Mm. I know you're like not. he's gonna be a little bit lazy. No, I feel like he's gonna do the same thing he always does. Talks about paintings. I don't give a fuck. Maybe he'll do mumble rap. Yeah, he's not gonna do. I don't. I don't need him to do that. But I don't need but to hear. But he about- may feel like he needs to do that in order to capture a a fifteen year old nowadays. You know what I'm saying? The only way Jay Z would would actually amuse me in this is if he talked about his actual life and what happens with him and Beyonce and what happened with him and Solange in that elevator. What happened? Like a to response him. to lemonade. Like a real he could life. Call it- him talking about. He's not gonna do that. And do you know why? Because he cares too much about paintings and, and investments business. and money and flaunting. And I'm like, I've heard you flaunt. I've heard you stunt. You are basically becoming the older version of Meek Mill. And I hate to admit that. Except Ooh. you actually have bars. Damn. That's so it. much heat coming from this side. I feel like Jay-Z, if you release that album at 444 AM, the only way I'll be up to listen to it and, and do a little Snapchat story <laughs> is if it's called Kool-Aid. like you said i want a response to lemonade my g give me a response to that address solange have a whole song called solange how about that that'll get me up at 444 i'll say this much (laughs) it's gonna come out on spotify not spotify but title well i think he's gonna have it on spotify eventually but but, you know it's gonna be on title for like a full month up front, it, I know it's going to be on title, but at the point that it's on title, they're going to have it going through Sprint, and there's going to be Sprint users that are able to get it. Oh, now, I'm a up. Sprint user, but again, the levels of me giving a shit about a new Jay Z project. You'll listen to it that morning, not 4:44, but maybe at like 9:15 on your commute. I can't even explain to you. I haven't listened to the new Two Chains project, and me it came either. out, and I'm actually interested yeah, in listening me too. to that. I haven't listened to uh, Young Thug's project, any of the, any I mean, of the things that he just released. They like the same day, didn't they? I mean, that's a lot of listening. But that's my whole point. Like, if I ain't listen to these these guys, I, what are you doing, Jay? Damn. So anyway, we can we can. And move. speaking of what is you doing, Jay? <laughs> Jay's having kids over here. Woof. And according to Matthew Knowles, Beyonce has supposedly had her twins. So. 
Is that a good night or a hype? I said that all wrong. Yeah. Is <laughs> that a hype or a good night? <laughs> well, for me, uh, that is a that is a good night. <laughs> that is He's a, like, a I'm a good, good night, night, the whole Carter family today. No, it's not even Somebody's that. Somebody's going to be mad. Well, it's not even that. I'm not a, a, a fanatic of any artist that way, and I don't really care if they have kids or not, so... That's a good night to me. I'm like, oh, you have kids? Great. You're a millionaire. It's not a big deal. Right. Right. Uh, have kids when you have $5 to your name. Make that mm. work. I feel like I'm that's hyped that. for that. I want to see that I feel like that's like that old Eddie Murphy like joke. That old Eddie Murphy <laughs> joke when he like challenged Stevie Wonder. He's like, everybody's impressed with Stevie Wonder. Not me. He's like, you want to impress me, Stevie? Get behind his wheel and drive. Oh, my gosh. For real. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, oh, you have kids. Great. And that's why watching T Mom OG is way more interesting than Beyonce having three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they get paid, so let me not even stop. So, is that a good night for you, too? You already know that's a good night. I'm just saying it's a good night so that the listeners know. <laughs> um, okay, so a woman who's married to a man has kids. Great, great news. I think was what I'm hype about <laughs> with this whole situation because I'm petty. Is the fact that Matthew Knowles created like this 1996 version of an e-card to post on Twitter talking about congratulations, love granddad. Like that's the only reason that we know for sure that they had twins because Matthew Knowles snitching ass (laughs) had a post on Twitter. And, you know, honestly, she had already announced that there were twins, though, that there were twins coming. Yeah, but he announced that they were here. That oh. they dropped. Like they are in this world, breathing and crying. But that was already news. It was already news that, yes, eventually those two ch- children are going to come out. No, I'm saying on everywhere it was already news before he even did that. That's why but he did that. It's one thing to have news, and it's another thing to have someone from your family confirm. That's real. I agree you can with have you on that. AOL, whatever, say, oh, Beyonce supposedly reportedly. It's like, but then Matthew knows is like, I think what what needs to happen here is Matthew just don't tell the family business because when you were having all these kids out of wedlock, you don't want your business to be told. Secondly, did you just hit Matthew knows with a Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, be humble. Secondly, Jesus. please teach Jay Z how to tweet because you be tweeting off the hook. Like put in put some punctuations in there. Like really have a sit down one on one lesson with Jay Z on how to tweet, and everything will be fine. Um, can, can I just say one more thing about this, and I'm completely off it. Um, I really want to understand why people care. I hope she named them red and white, so it's like red, white, blue. I'm just gonna shoot myself. <laughs> I'm gonna absolutely. Or it could be primary colors like red, myself. yellow, blue. And then when they have kids, they can name their kids secondary colors, like oh green, purple, and orange. Like when Blue has a daughter, she can name her orange or something. I just, I just hope, I just hope she had two girls, so then Jay Z can sing that oh to them. Oh God! And Jay Z could just go, girls, 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 girls. I do adore. It's the remix, and that's coming out in four, four, four. <laughs> right. I think he'll be a happy guy. <laughs> Um, okay, all right. Well, well, that that is our first uh, shot at doing hype or good night. I do want to say uh, to transition to the to the kids top from the kids topic. Uh, Hill Harper has a child, and he's fifty one. And this is, 
I guess new news to everyone, but he's had this child since birth, which was 18 months ago. And he decided to adopt this, adopt this child on his own. He's single, he has no wife, he has no girlfriend, and he always wanted to get married and have kids and adopt kids as well, but he always felt like it wasn't the right time because he didn't find a mate. And um, I just think it's kind of commendable that he actually took that leap because he felt like it was like a sign from God telling him that this is what you should do and this is the right time. It's just, I don't know, it's interesting to me. Like, why, It's only interesting to you because he's a guy. Yes. Because you wouldn't care otherwise. You'd be like, oh, this is a woman adopted somebody. You'd be like, all right, and great. I mean, because usually when you hear about this stuff, as far as like notable people, it's usually Caucasian actresses that are not married and don't have men in their lives. And they're taking kids from other parts of the country. As opposed to a child in America, for for instance, you know, and I, I think that, you know, co- I commend Angelina Jolie and Sandra Bullock and Madonna even, I mean, because she just took on some twins a couple months ago. But, um, like, yeah, you don't hear stories about men choosing to be fathers when they don't have to be, especially being a father on their own. You know, I think that, you know, it's commendable. Interesting. I will. I will admit you don't necessarily hear about that. But shout out to my my pops and him doing what he did because that's a good situation. This past Father's Day, but I think he did a good job of that. <laughs> I'll put my two cents in on that. I feel like there's there's a ton of men that don't. It, they're not necessarily adopting while being single, which is I think to your that's larger. That's what's point, so intriguing. Which I think to your larger point, like that's that is a, that is quite the feat to take on as a guy. And I think the only reason why you are intrigued, like I said, is because it's a single man, specifically a black man, doing this. That however, too. There's, ho- le- there's levels to this. However, ultimately, I think this does kind of backfire on him based why? on him releasing the book around relationships earlier in his career. Because I think that, that kind of spirals into something of, well, if you're supposed to be this kind of relationship expert, then... That kind of thing. Like I, I'm, I'm just saying that could look bad upon him because if you're supposed to have all your, your your shit together, then why aren't you in a thing? That's all I'm saying. And you know what? Who knows? Maybe he'll find someone after having this son. Maybe that will lead him to find the person he's supposed to be with. I don't know what he would be doing differently now as a single father and approaching his dating situations now, as opposed to him being the sing, single bachelor that he was looking for a person to be a a mom for his unborn child you well, know what i'm saying well to all the women asking why would he do this though i mm-hmm. i have my own theory on why would he do this what adopt a child at this age yeah what's that because he don't he didn't want to have to deal with having oh, yeah, a woman him. to bring into this whereas if they split up he'd actually have to pay the woman to split he doesn't have to do any of that. He's just raising a kid and on his own. He doesn't have to go through anybody for it. And I think that could play into it. That's my two cents. I, I think he did it for the same same reason these women did it. They want they wanted a child. They didn't have another person in their life that they loved to provide that for them. The ideal picture in their mind. And instead of waiting for that to happen and it becoming too late, they decided to take matters in their own hands and make it happen for themselves and 
I mean, I tip my hat off to anyone who adopts anyway, but the fact that you're a, a single parent, you know, it's it's amazing. No one chooses, no one actually wants to be a single parent, you know? You want your child to have a father figure and a mother figure. So I, I don't hope, know. I've met I've met some some women that yeah, are okay with true. being like they're like, nah, I'm good. I'm I think at the life. end of the day, the child's gonna grow up wishing that they had that father figure though, or that mother figure. So I hope that you know. I hope he finds that. Okay. So then we said last week that we were gonna come back and do the part two to our overall conversation. Laws questions. These, well, these, these weren't just interesting my interesting questions. Wait, yeah, they weren't clear, questions. These were not my questions. Yes, these were, these the, were questions that were asked at the event that he was yes. moderating. Yes. So these questions were around everything from singlehood to what marriage means to people to sex and celibacy and, and beyond. And relationships, of course. And getting back to those questions, I wanted to touch on a few of these questions, and I can't wait to hear what Avi has to say. Oh, about these. gosh. Um, the first <laughs> question was around, is it wrong to talk to your ex's friend as a friend, confidant, or boyfriend? And this is coming from clearly... A, a woman. woman's perspective. She's asking. She's probably this to currently talking to her ex's friend as a confident confidant friend and a future boy, girlfriend. Boyfriend Specifically, situation. two women at said event had I dated their ex boyfriend's friend. Did they say how that turned out? I mean, they're at the singles event with me, oh. so I mean. Uh, okay, so the question is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that you're right. Kind of you're right. That. <laughs> like I said, y'all, I'm slow at night. Um, um, I think it is very. It, it depends. It depends. Um, it depends on what. It, oh, I'm about to tell you. Thank you for asking. It depends on how long ago were you and this person together. It depends on what is their relationship now. It depends on. Can you not give me those faces? You keep going. On a general sense, I would say no. It's because it's gonna be uncomfortable. It's it's gonna it's not only gonna be uncomfortable. It's probably gonna look bad. Your ex will probably look at you like, were you eyeing this person while we were together? Clearly. Were Clearly. you guys doing something while we were together and I didn't know about well, who it? Who knows? And and at that point, it's like you're probably thinking, well, you're my ex, so. It doesn't matter what you think of me now. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, if this was someone that you dated in high school and, you know, you crossed paths with his boy from high school, you know, like five, six, seven years later. Not even that, but it could be like, well, after college, maybe 10 years have passed. I don't know. I don't see what's wrong with that. Because anyone I've dated in high school, I could give two shits about right now. I could give two shits. All I'm going to say is that it's just going to be really uncomfortable because if they're still tight friends, then, I mean, you're going to have to deal with seeing your ex and your ex is going to have to deal with seeing with you guys, seeing you guys. And I think that that can cause some tension and that may bring that tension into your relationship and things may be strained from that. I think it also depends on how close they are. When you say, oh, my ex is boy, like, are they boys or are they boys? 
Every everything depends. It does. It could be an acquaintance of his, and you you're you're thinking it's his boy, but it's really not. Like at the end of the day, like especially in New York, you're just. <laughs> Just the way you're looking at me. I'll let you finish. I'm not going to Kanye this situation. All I can say is that it's. I think it depends on the situation. I think especially in New York, there's like less than two degrees of separation out here. So you have to be very mindful of who knows Yeah, who. but you're okay with it. So it doesn't no, matter. No, I definitely said that the general consensus is no. If I were to give an exception to the rule, I would say that if it's been a long time, like say he was... A boyfriend from high school and you're now 30 32 like i don't think that that's such a big deal do you know how much stuff has happened within that time frame also it depends on how tight they are if they're really tight that's a definite no it's just it's just not a good look but i feel like there are so it sounds to like you saying no 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 when it's really yeah 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 i don't know which one it's, it's which a whole it bunch is. of no's but there are exceptions and I think it depends on the situation. And I can't just blanket my answer and be like, across the board, no. Well, I'm going to do that for you. So my response is a hell no. So there's a, a bunch of reasons why. So for starters, as as the guy in this situation, there is guy code to stand on in this. A lot and, of guys don't even follow guy and, code. And let me be clear. That no longer is my friend if that ever takes place. Mm-hmm. Like. You are you are immediately canceled as a friend. I'm Nino Browning you and what you getting canceled. What kind of friend canceled. is this? I don't I don't care. Matter? I don't care if it was an associate. I don't care if it was a best friend. I don't care if it's anything. You are canceled in that moment. And I don't care if it was high school. I can't even believe you. That's your excuse. Oh, well, it was high school. Like we were little kids. You know what the hell you was doing in high school? If someone dated my ex here. from high school and it was a close friend of mine, I'd be like, good luck, girl. Good luck. <laughs> And I, I actually feel bad for you. No, this is exactly <laughs> Based off of my high school experience, I would feel bad for my friend there are who chose so to many, do that. There are, and I hate using these cliches. There really are. There is. There is really so many fish in the sea, and you really went back to that. Seriously, I, I, so, I'm not. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying yeah, that in you certain just did. in certain situations, I think that it does. Oh, but I'm not condoning it. You j- overall, I'm not there condoning you go co-signing it. again. Overall, I'm not con- condoning it, but I think that there's exceptions. So, okay. The other part of it is, as a woman, literally, you knew that was his friend. What the? What are you thinking? Like, what do you have to prove in this? Mm-hmm. You could go anywhere, mm-hmm. and you chose this. Like, it is. It tells me volumes about your character if you're invested in trying to do that Mm -hmm. when you can literally do anything else well i'm just doing what i know or we just vibe so well if you don't sit your ass down somewhere i would be interesting in knowing how it happened that's the thing these two girls that asked these questions they obviously went through this situation before how did it happen was it something that happened well after they broke up with their boyfriends or vice versa? I don't Or was it something that transpired during the, the time I they were with their boyfriends? I think that's I don't care. And this is just disrespectful. I feel like, yeah, overall is disrespectful, but I do feel like there are situations where it probably doesn't even make a difference. Or if, just if don't do if, it. If you're, if you're like an acquaintance of mine, I see you here and there, we don't hang out, and we just say hi and bye to each other, and then I find out that you got with my ex... 
you weren't that tight of a friend to me for me to even be upset with you to cut off the friendship that we never had. Like, it's just like, wow, okay, that's how you move. All right. But I mean, we didn't have a friendship. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how tight is it? Because if you're going to say, um, well, I don't care for acquaintances. I don't care if we spoke one word to each other. That's just going to look bad on you. And I'm going to cut you off. Man, you're going to be cutting off a whole group of people because you never know who knows who in New York. All right. We'll leave that one in. <laughs> the, next, the next question on the doc was, why do guys text multiple times over without plans to meet? Um, go I really want to answer ahead. this. I really want to answer this. I really first. want you to answer that. Um, I, and this is what I said. I said, and, and I wasn't trying to be offensive when I was saying this to them. And it was just me being as honest as I could. If a guy text you casually, and it could just be a, hey, good morning. It could be a, how you doing? And he is just frankly, and you know I hate this terminology, but it's the truth. He's pen palling you. I like he's, that term because that's precisely what it is. He's pen palling you only to keep you a part of his roster. Mm-hmm. That is it. Mm-hmm. You are not his starting five or his top three players, but you are on the bench in case they all fall off. Mm. And so he's basically letting you know that you're not a priority. Mm-hmm. But if they fall off, you'll become his priority. All of a sudden. Hey, big head. Right. What are you doing after work? You right. never cared about what I was doing after work up until now. Right. And What's don't change. And, and don't take it personally, <laughs> ladies. Just know you should have your own starting five or top three yourself. And you ain't even got to worry about that. Don't take it personal. Why would someone not take it personal? Because that I would take it personal if someone thought that they they thought they could sum me like that. Well, I mean, then you probably should never ever ask a guy how many people he's dating because I'm sure the reality check will set in and you'll be like, damn. No, if if I'm first, if I'm dating someone and we're just getting to know each other, I expect them to be talking to other people until we have declared that we are with each other um, exclusively. I don't think that they're just waiting around for me to come along and then once I come along, it's like no one else matters in the world. I think that if you are going to keep in touch with me here and there and think that I'm going to be dumb enough to fall for your hey big head text when it comes through and actually be like, oh, I'm not doing anything after work. Why? Then you're stupid. That's where I I get offended, that you think I'm dumb enough that I'm going to fall for that or that you think that I'm desperate enough that I need to hang out with you after six months of of barely having face-to-face contact with you. Like, what? We live in the same city and you're pen palling me? And you think I don't realize enough to hang out with you after work? That's where I get offended. I I, I don't like any guy that pen pals. So I don't understand. And I don't understand women I don't who pen, pen pal. pal either. I, I don't have do enough patience or effort to pen pal. Half the time I forgot to even respond to somebody, let alone initiate, let alone initiate any sort of conversation and, and park it. And then come back to the car later and be like, all right, I guess I'll drive the car. I'm dead. You got five cars in your, in your driveway. And you're like, uh, should I drive the Maserati today? Uh, I'll start the engine. But no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to drive the Beamer today. You know, it's just I, like, <laughs> what? I would, I, I would say this much, though, in terms of pen piling. 
it, I don't care if you're a uh, woman or a man and to this extent. If you know that you just really don't care about that person, just ghost them. Do us all a favor. And you're just, trying to pen pals to ghost ghost yes, the girls? just ghost. For real. G- girl or guy, just ghost them. For real. It makes everything easier. Have you ever pen pal somebody? No, but I've ghosted. Oof. I... I've been Swayze. I've been Patrick Swayze on a lot of people. Let me ask you this. When you ghost somebody, and I'm sure this answer varies depending on the girl, how long does it take for them to realize that you you've actually you're not gonna ever respond to them? Like how many initiations of texts and calls does a girl have towards you before they realize, oh, he's not gonna hit me back and they they just stop? Two weeks. Two weeks, but how like how much interaction is that? How much how many texts is that? Depends on the woman. Yeah. It could be her trying to like engage with you twice a day, and then Damn. twice a day will dwindle down to once a day, then once a day dwindles down to like once every couple of days, and then that's a lot. That's still kinda, a lot of reaching uh, out. Well, get you somebody who can't do both. <laughs> that is a lot, man. I man, ghosting is not even the best way either. I, I feel like we're just like. <laughs> I'm, I'm only, condoning ghosting, I, but I I'm only condone condoning it because I do any it. Any day over that. Any <laughs> no, day. true. In, in, in the grand scheme of things, ghosting is better than acting like you're interested and you're not. Exactly. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like it is best to keep uh, honesty as as an option and, and letting the person know how you feel. And that's something I'm still working on, so I can't even say nothing about that. Okay. <laughs> The, the the other question that we wanted to address, and I think this might be our final question on this one, was how do men get single women to bring down their imaginary walls? This question is all for you. Yeah. I would I even I as a single guy would love to understand how do we get women to bring down these walls? Can I I mean they're not even Trump walls because uh these things are there. So please fill us in. We don't even need to use taxes to bring these walls up tell us what's happening what are usually the imaginary walls that you guys feel like you're facing and i don't mean to answer oh, a question with a you, question i don't mean I, to answer the question i don't with a mean question, to but i mean to i mean the question to. yeah no because i just i just want to get once i know what these walls are i can i can better answer and say oh to do that you do this Everything that I just mentioned was around mental. So if when you're talking about these walls, it's mm-hmm. these mental walls where a guy feels like he can't get further enough and understand her further enough because maybe she's not bringing in what's happened to her family or maybe she's not expressing um, her true feelings on herself or maybe she doesn't give you any insight into what her honest goals are. Maybe she's only being so surface that all you know about her is her favorite shows. And this is after asking her uh, deeper questions than the surface level. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, well, I don't want to be the spokeswoman for the for the female. I mean, sorry, not oh, female. There oh, you go. I said female. There you go. I hope all the females are there out there aren't mad at me. <laughs> there you go. I did say female, and I don't care. <laughs> it's official. For the for the woman so for the woman for, race for for feminist Twitter we are sorry. I'm not sorry for being forgot, myself. I've, feminist I've Twitter, not sorry for all feminist Twitter out there. If you want a woman to be herself, then let her say what she wants to say, and I want to say female, and not have to answer to you on why I can't. Bloop. 
was obvious about herself saying that. So, and I am a female, and I take no offense to me saying that about myself. So, you should not take offense when someone says that about you. The end. Um, obvious said that. I will good night feminist Twitter. <laughs> no, you can't. Go- <laughs> she did not mean that. If it comes to the whole female thing, I will. She does not. I, mean I, that. I am not going to have a female she conversation does with not feminist mean Twitter. That. Don't try and save me. No. I don't want to be saved. I'm saved. <laughs> I want to be saved. I don't want to be saved. Um, I will say this. Um, a good way to break down a, a girl's uh, invisible barriers. Be the change that you want to see. So if you feel like she's not opening up a lot then you will probably have to take the driver's seat and you will probably have to open up a lot about yourself so that you can kind of spark that inspiration for her to feel comfortable with you to feel like she can now open up. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know what these, in, I, I don't know what these invisible barriers are. Um, I think that if you listen to the last podcast, you would know the things that we listed that guys do when they show that they're interested and they're consistent and they make plans and they're reliable and you know all these great things and I think that all those things pay off in due time so if you constantly show that you can be this man that you like to be for this person whether it be consistency or whether it be communication whether whether it be transparency I think that eventually what's going to happen is the walls are eventually going to be broken down. And if they're not, I don't know. And maybe you can tell me of a situation where you've done all those things and it didn't work. And then I can I can answer that from there. But no, I think it's um, on any given day, you will run into someone who you think has probability. And a part of the reason why it never kind of gels into anything is because whatever space whatever headspace they're in in that moment they've not expressed to you they've not told you that they have that barrier up they've not explained to you because they might think it's too heavy or they might think this could run him off or whatever reason they have for thinking the way that they think um and then what are you supposed to do if nobody's communicating those feelings to you i think that there's a lot of women out there who don't know how they feel. And there's a lot of women out there that don't even know their own barriers that they're putting up. They may know why they're putting up barriers, but they don't know how it's affecting how they're acting in a situation with a man. Bars. And so once the woman does her homework and figures out herself and where she is emotionally, I think at that point, she can determine if she's even open to dating, period. Because there's a lot of women out here that are dating that are not open to dating. And, and I think that's what, and that what the goes problem into the, is. That goes into those barriers. You got, And as a guy, how are you supposed to know unless she's upfront about that? As Okay, let me ask you this. As a guy, how long do you give it before you realize a girl's not going to open up to you? What are your tactics? What do you do? Because I'm sure you've dealt with girls who had trouble opening up or had these um, uh, these invisible walls and like when you realize that there were walls, the only thing what did the you only do? thing you can do is ask questions for me that's all i've experienced but that's why i would rather ask a woman those questions to 
I'd rather ask a woman's opinion on how to handle that than just doing what I did because the more you ask, the more they feel like you're trying to pry. And in reality, yeah, I am because you're not letting me in. Well, I, I think it's interesting that they feel like you're trying to pry because I feel like there's there's a couple different types of women out here. There's these women out here who don't know how to express themselves. There's women out here who, when you ask too many questions, quote unquote, they feel like you're prying because they don't want to get into these deeper conversations for whatever reason. And then that's when you got to cut that. Cut it. I don't think that those women should date, though. I don't think that you should be dating someone if you don't know how to express yourself. And if you feel like someone asking you questions about yourself, getting to know you questions to get to get a better understanding of who you are is is a turnoff to you. Like if that's a turnoff to you, send them my way, honey, because these dudes are all about talking about themselves. So it's like finding someone who actually has an interest in you and ask you about yourself and knows how to have a conversation where they're reciprocating you know just you know wanting to get to know you like that's i don't understand why someone would not want that now you're looking at that person like they're the enemy like oh this person's gonna ask me this they're prying they're getting too deep no it's called getting to know you i wouldn't look at them crazy at all but i mean i'm, I'm not looking it's it's just more about like I don't I, because I'm not that person I can't speak for those people, you know what I'm saying? So when I speak about these women, these are women that I know. These are some of my friends, like people that people that I talk to, and through conversation they realize these things about themselves. And I think that you know maybe dating teaches them that they're not ready, or maybe dating teaches them that they don't know that what their problem true. is. And that so maybe true. in a way it is good for them to do that. But I think that I can understand the frustration from a guy's perspective of actively trying to take the time to get to know someone and spend money and time and energy on someone. And it's like talking to a brick wall. Like you're not getting anything back from that. I would, I, And that in itself would leave, make me bail. And maybe you should. Because you can't I, I, be that person I, to save everybody or but, to but make, then the, be the, the person to open them up. The question was just trying to figure out how do you get around all that. And that's a hard question. It's a hard question, but that's why I was wondering, have you ever gotten around all that? No. No? No. So every situation where you've encountered someone who you feel like had these invisible walls, you've never been able to break those barriers down because you feel like you, you bail before it gets to that point? Oh, I would super bail before it gets to that point now that I'm older. But even when I was younger, I still would have, I, I wouldn't have handled it well. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it. I, I don't think anybody knows what to do with it. It's frustrating. You never want to feel like you're putting more into a situation than the person you're putting this effort into. And, you know, so I, I unfortunately, I don't really have like a, a clear answer. I would just say, Guys out there, keep your head up, like Tupac said. Uh, <laughs> you are appreciated. Like you are Tupac appreciated. Oh, <laughs> um, California loves like Tupac said. No, 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 but really, just, it ain't nothing but a motherfucking gangster party, like Tupac. I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, keep your head up because 
just when you feel like you want to give up because you've run across so many girls that maybe feel like they have these walls up and you feel like you can't have a breakthrough with anyone, you're going to find someone that you can have that with. I mean, I know me, I don't, I don't have that issue. So I'm pretty much an open book. So what you see is what you get, but I can understand why some people have walls and it's because of their past experiences. And, you know, believe it or not, guys have walls too. Guys have a lot of walls and they are very good at, um, putting a bandaid over things until you realize later. All right. And I think that getting through someone's uh, invisible walls is not just a guys are going through this with women. Like we have to go through that too, especially for the way that a lot of guys have been raised to not share their feelings and not be emotional. So trust and believe when we're dealing with you, and all your layers and peeling you back like an onion, like, it's not an easy feat for us either. You know, I just hope that it doesn't get to a point where men and women get so tired of peeling these these layers back that they just give up. And then we miss the people that we're supposed to be connected to. Which kind of leads us to our my favorite segment. And you already know what that is. Don't. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah, we're going to have to put Bryson on Don't. that. The, the the do's and don'ts. Um, you didn't even try. No, because I, I I'm not gonna get to that until it's my turn. Because last time you oh you're kinda, like wait your turn how yeah yeah last time you kind of took my shine for mine so I was oh, like I'm, I'm not letting you do that to me I'm, ever again. I'm good for that. Um, <laughs> as far as do's and don'ts, do, what do you want to do? I want you to start this one. Let's do our do's first. Okay, all right. Um, gentlemen. Listen, everyone was brought up differently, okay? So I cannot blame anyone for for the way that they were brought up. I cannot blame you completely if you don't have home training. I can blame your mother in my head. But (laughs) at the very, very least, if you don't know what chivalry is, there's two things that you can do for women that make all the difference. One is open up doors for her. That is such a simple concept, but I feel like sometimes guys just don't think of it. The simplest things are some sometimes the hardest things to, to think of. Opening doors for her, it shows that you actually care about that to a certain extent. Um, the second thing is walking on the street side of the sidewalk. And I feel like more guys open doors and actually walk on the street side. And I don't know why that is. But if you do those two things, trust and believe a girl will think that you have at least an ounce of chivalry when you may not have even brought up been brought up that way. All right. My do. Ladies, um, I, there's no easy way to say this. Uh, but I, there, there, I had two, but I really want to just focus on one. I'm not asking you to grope. I'm not asking you to do anything outside of your own uh, ability of comfort. But ladies, do casually touch the guy. Just subtle touches go a long way. Mm. Nobody's saying nobody's saying you need to leave like a mark on the guy, no nothing like that. Just you know, a little touch, caress, look in the eye. A little touch, caress, look in the eye. 
that goes a long way towards yet again going back to my point from last week stroking the ego if you can in any way stroke the ego you should so my do for this week is just light touches ladies just if you're on a date where where should the light touches be um anywhere from shoulder to uh leg head shoulders knees and toes uh no nah, i don't if you touching his toes you lost to whatever you, whatever you did okay. whatever you did with this toe is probably unacceptable notice how he said shoulder to leg and y'all are wondering but what leg i, don't, I hope they're not oh. wondering what leg. if they're wondering <laughs> what leg then they're probably doing the most you're probably doing but do it lightly he says touch it lightly don't <laughs> which leads us to my favorite oh, you, you got part it of the segment. You happy that you got your don't in? <laughs> yes. Please me to my favorite part of the segment. Uh, the don'ts. And Avia, take it away. What All right, guys. Don't? This is what you should not do on social media. Please don't post in a feminine way. What is that? I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what like, that means. Like, I'm talking about don't do things that you normally see girls do on social media. You mean like take a selfie? You can take a selfie, but the that's way that, really girly, isn't it? It's not about the selfie; it's about how you take the selfie. If you are a, a girly selfie, yes, you I'm know what a girly selfie is. A girly selfie at least starts off with like a selfie, and maybe it could be like a revealing selfie where she's like standing with her back turned, she's turned around, so you see that perfect angle, and then it has like some little deep quote. From like, okay, I don't know, Muhammad Ali or something. <laughs> she she not, went deep with Muhammad Ali. That was, Maya Angelou. That's a deep quote from Maya Angelou she, underneath. She got, she got, <laughs> Guys, it's late. You're going to get a whole different show when it's late. <laughs> I can't even think. Good night, Arlo. Okay. <laughs> so she, she's doing like a back shot in a tight ass dress. Talking about, you know, I know why the cage bird sings and some shit. <laughs> I don't know where she's going with this point anymore. It has nothing to do with the picture. Apparent, apparently, there is some kind of... I hate of, when people do, like, the selfies. And so, just just, show, just give me an wait, example wait. of a feminine... No, no. Alright, here's a feminine post from guys. When they are posting a selfie... And they're laying back on their bed on their pillow. And they got their arm cocked back behind their head. And they're like biting the lower lip like, you know. And they give that little glimmer, like that little sexy glimmer. And they're like, good night. (laughs) Good night, Harley. Exactly. Good night to that because that is whack. And I'm not double tapping that. I'm going to keep scrolling. Like, I can't believe you did right. that Right. You think you saying good night, Harlem. She thinks you saying, how you doing, Harlem? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not even thinking that you're saying that. I'm just thinking that you're trying too hard. You're trying way too hard. When guys are on Snapchat and they're looking all seductively in the camera as they're reciting like lines from like their favorite R&B song. Like they're like lip syncing. To the song as it's playing in the background. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. And they're all looking in the camera. All seductively. That is a girl move. Just don't do it. Okay. If you're going to recite lines. I just want to say. I hear her out on this. 
But I think she's just the wrong demo for this because I know there's got to be girls that'll fire off in your DM after you put out a oh. fire R&B like video. There will be girls that will fire off to a lot of the don'ts that I said. And this is why we have this epidemic. <laughs> Because girls let y'all do this and they actually hype you up and they actually condone it. Just don't do it. Don't. All right. It, Next. Is it my turn? Yep. All right, ladies. The don't of the week. Um, please, whatever you do. I know you done had a hard day at work. I know things probably weren't going the way that you wanted them to. But do not bring your frustrations from the day on to your date. Try your hardest to at least show positivity on a date because being negative up front in the dating scenario could have a guy feeling as if you are a Debbie Downer, a wet blanket, and all these Damn. words that are, synonymous, that are synonymous <laughs> with negativity. If you, if you want to be labeled as such and uh, also ghosted, go ahead. Go ahead and provide him with all the details of life that are talking about you being negative consistently and about how everything's bad in your life. Because those are the things you should be getting off your chest with your best friend. Save the drama for your mama. Or your family. Or your journal. Or your journal. Um, do that. Don't do that with him. Just You can do that. Just don't do that with him. Because you you don't know him yet. And until you do get to know him, at least save some of those things for later. Like, let him gradually get to know you and him want to hear those things from you. Yeah, save it for later when, when he's, like, deep in love with you. Because then he can't go anywhere at that point. Right, right. <laughs> you trap him. Trap him, girl! It's trap, all about a trap, time trap, and trap, place. Trap, 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 trap. <laughs> all right, and that is the Pretty, end, pretty that, girls that, love that, trapping guys. That is the end of the episode. <laughs> Y'all already know the music is playing. Y'all know where to uh, Z- catch us at. Z- I hope you caught it this time. Yo, you're really not going to edit it so it makes, nope, makes it sound like no, nope, absolutely guys, not. Here's a secret. Law edited the music so it made it sound like I was on point. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us, guys, on Twitter, Goodnight Harlem, SoundCloud, Goodnight Harlem, Instagram, Goodnight Harlem, and we are also on iTunes, and you can actually rate us, you can comment, and you can subscribe. Um, and just like that, good night, Harlem. Good night. <laughs>